it feels like we're watching the fall of an empire. And here's my pitch for Toy Story 5, Disney. If you're listening, you can use this. I'm pretty sure what happened was you slid in my DMs. Stop remaking things that don't that you know is going to get backlash. That last year, Disney lost $1 billion in the movie industry. I don't give a damn about my reputation. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I have an intro for you. Okay. I wrote this. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is a soon-to-be megastar, a fashion thrill, a professional hater, a generational icon, a wonderful woman with a sensational thirst for the truth. It's my friend, Michelle. I loved that. Right? That was one of the nicest things and most truthful things anyone could have ever said about me. Every every word was true. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. I love it. that. Very yeah, good. I wrote that right before. <laughs> I was like, what? how would I describe Michelle? And that's what I thought good of. person. Just very truthful. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> today we're going to talk about a few topics. Um, we're going to start with the agony of trying to make social media like a career. Um. We're going to talk about Disney bounding. If you don't know what that is. I will explain it to you. You will find out. <laughs> um, run Disney. And the objectively, objectively, downward spiral of the Disney company. The brand. Not necessarily parts of it, just like the brand itself. And not because we want to. No. But because it makes good content. Yeah. So, <laughs> it gets clicks. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, also, we were going to go live for this. I had some technical difficulties. Could not figure it out. Next week, though, to make up for it, I'm going live on YouTube. That's right. I'm not going to go live on Patreon next week. I'm going live on YouTube. That's so be ready. Treat. Be ready. So, first thing we need to establish, what's your full name? First and last? Or, like, do you want my social security, too? I or? mean, whatever you, whatever you want to give. <laughs> Michelle. I'll go by Michelle. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, what do you do? People need some credibility. They want to know what's going on. I do many things. I'm a master at many things. Currently, I work for a... I can say... I'll say it. I work for... You don't want to. I'll say it. I always get nervous because people judge. Currently, I am a social media specialist uh, at the WDWNT company. Ooh. And I do my own things here and there. Ooh. So, okay, so this is a very big, important question everyone always wants to know. Go for it. How do we meet? That is a hard one because I truly can't remember. I think you were one of those people, like, people just appear in life sometimes. Like, mm -hmm. you just appeared and then the rest is history. Mm. I definitely remember that you were at a New Year's party. That I yeah. was at. Yep. I knew who you were. Mm -hmm. I didn't speak to you before that because you were like some mega, mega man that was like, oh god, this this guy, this guy's famous. Yeah, I used and to then, have a bit of a ego. And then I saw you, and I was like, this guy's kind of cool. <laughs> I vibe with him. So you know, he's not all that bad. And then we got to chatting, and now we're here. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you don't remember, because I'm pretty sure what happened was you slid in my DMs. No, that that's, is a very inaccurate statement. That's the way I remember I it. do have the receipts. I can provide that. I mean, I'm just saying, from my point of view, that's what happened. And from my point of view, it was the other way around. 
If what? I had an Uno reverse card, I would throw it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, it's brought us here. We've been friends now for literally, I guess, what, like three years? Around two to three years, yeah. 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 So we're we're close. Yeah. We've gotten a lot closer since, like recently. So I thought it was important to bring you on. Number one, because you also do social media. But number two, and kind of worrisome to me, you're not afraid to speak your mind. That is true. I'm Which not. means I might have to edit around this <laughs> yes, podcast a lot. A lot of things will probably have to be edited out. Yeah. It's kind of the reason I wanted to go live because I was like, what will she say? Oh. But it also worried me because I was like, what will she say? I speak my mind in a truthful manner. I don't think I ever say something that's out of line or incorrect or like malicious. I would vouch for that. That is true. If you ask me my opinion or you're my friend and you're like, do these look good on me? I'm like, no. Or I'm like, that looks really nice on you. I'm be honest with you. Yeah. And you know, some people can take it. Some people can't. Yep. If you can't take it, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first topic I want to talk to you about. You also are pursuing social media. Yes. I want to talk about the struggles of it. Yes. Because no one, everyone acts like, oh, you're doing great. Look, you're having so much fun. Your life looks so great. You go to Disney World every day. What's the reality? The reality, I mean, we live two very different lives. Okay. Well. Two very. (laughs) You were someone that came from, not. you didn't have a lot. And look at you now. Like, I'm proud of you. I tell him all the time how proud I am of him. Thank you. Traveling the world, I mean... You're not laying on a couch anymore as your bed. <laughs> you have yeah. a home. Yeah. Um, like, and it's great that you were able to, you found your thing. You're able to be able to have a life for yourself. And like, that's your life. My life is, I, when I was making TikToks or like Instagram was like paying for reels and stuff, like that was an income. That was part of how I put food on the table. Yeah. If something doesn't do good that you can't rely on social media, if you don't have that big of a following, I think, I mean, you can obviously get there, but again it's just it depends it's very wavy bumpy yeah it's very it's just really hard to like count on it's very inconsistent yeah especially for the source of income like when you're when it's the only income mm-hmm. and the thing is like yeah like i i've found success now but like the first two years yeah but like look how long it took you to do that right and it pays off yeah, it pays really? off. It's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it does. But it's hard, like the like when you're when it hasn't paid off, it's hard to keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like a lot of people don't understand, like, because everything looks like an overnight success. No, it can be very discouraging. Yeah, I mean, I think I I I used to do pretty well on TikTok. I would do a lot of like comedy videos and like fashion videos with Disney, and then I started working a lot more. I'm in school full time still, so that kind of took over my life and I didn't have the downtime I did to throw 20 outfits together make a video or or some of my friends would be funnier than me or someone else takes your idea before you can do it and you're like well damn I can't do that now because I'm copying yep so it's rough yeah and it's a good segue into what I really want to talk to you about because I've told everyone this to be honest anytime I talk about you to people I'm like I'm like I don't understand how Michelle hasn't made it yet I'm like I'm telling you like she has it. Like, she's at some point, something's going to hit. She's going to have a few things that pop off after that. And, like, everything's well, going to make sense. We know where to hit. Potato land. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, guys, if you don't know, 
Michelle just have a viral TikTok pop off, what, last week? Yeah. Yep. That, we'll get to that in the run Disney part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so just to be clear, Michelle, this is what I'm saying. Michelle has it. And, like, anytime I see your Instagram, which is what I was scrolling before you came over, your Instagram looks incredible. Thank you. <laughs> um the point i always make is like people ask me how if social media is easy and stuff like that i mean i i don't like i don't consider myself an influencer like i won't be oblivious some people do recognize me in the parks and it's kind of nice and they're like well Ooh, I, I like famous. She's famous i i actually i was at work the other day and i was checking in a family um and the girl goes wait a minute you're the potato land girl <laughs> and i went oh that's me. Welcome. How can I help you? Uh, and I was like, oh, it's happening. Yeah. Um, where was I going with this? I mean, Patel and Girl is much better than the water fountain guy. I lost my train of thought. You were talking about how... Oh, oh. that's right. People... <laughs> sorry. Um, people ask, like, if it's easy or not. And I put in the perspective, like, you know, not to, like... It's never a shameful thing, like, what your career is. But there are some creators on platforms that don't have to work two jobs for income to help support a family. Right. Don't have to go to school full time. People choose not to go to school. I chose to. I'm in my senior year. So that's already a large chunk of my life. I balance out family and friend time. I don't have the time that like some of these other girls do where, you know, like they have husbands that bring home the income and stuff like that where they can they have that's their life they can devote their life to content creation and it, it, it's seriously great like that's great you can make a living on that but it's not someone my age i'm only 22 but someone in my situation it's a little bit harder to do the time management around filming a tiktok verse writing an essay for a class yep so i mean it's it's just one of those things where it's like chasing your dream like you have to understand it's gonna be hard and like it's gonna take it you have to be patient Mm-hmm. Like, there's just not really a way around it. And everyone, like, always asks, like, what advice can you give? Like, like acting as if there's, like, tricks and tips, like, shortcuts. And just keep at it. I mean, I, I kind of slacked last year. And I was like, nope, this year, this is the year. Dude, I'm telling you, I believe I'm gonna, in you. I'm going to hit something. I'll make a milestone or something. I'm telling you, I believe in you 100%. I think it's going to work. Thanks. Because. Let's hope. <laughs> as I was going through your Instagram, we had to talk about this. Your outfits are just, like, stunning. Thank you. So, like, how do you, first, how do you come up with them? And two, where are you getting them from? I think when I started to, I mean, my mom always dressed me, like, dressed up for the parks, like, whatever, the princess gowns and the cute outfits she could find. So, I started from a young age. So You're, you're you like, know my mom. She's <laughs> dressing me up. So, you're, like, dizzy bounding off the jump. Yeah, off the jump. And then... I think when I started to like finally get into that, um, when I started social media, um, I worked with a lot of small shops. Mm. So they'd send me like mouse ears or t-shirts, stuff like that. And then I gained sort of a following from that. And I think it just like, it started growing from there. Like, okay, I'm going to pair this shirt with this and this and this. Boom. Done. And then I put it up on Instagram to like help advertise for brands. And then, I mean, like the Disney bounding and stuff. I don't do as much as of, of that as other people do. Do you want to explain what disbounding is really quick? Disney bounding, oh boy. if you don't know, <clears throat> is when you take a character. So let's say Ariel. How'd you say that? Ariel. Ariel? Ariel. Not Ariel? Ariel. 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 Hmm. 
Same thing. Hmm. Same girl. Hmm. Take her, for example. Okay. I want to dress like her. So I'd probably put like a red bow in my hair to represent her hair. And then I would put a purple top on to represent her little clamshells and something green on the bottom as her tail. Boom. That's Disney bounding. You take a character, you take their colors, and then whatever you have in your wardrobe, you, you just match it to the character and you wear it. And that's Disney bounding. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do as much as that as I as I used to. I mean, if I'm like meeting a character on a specific day or there's an event, I'll do it. Do you plan it out like you know? Yeah, I mean, like if I if I know something's coming up, I'll definitely like pull out the rack of clothes I have and I'll be like, okay, this this and this done. Like my winter bell mm. outfit. Yeah, mm. that one was waiting for a while. So Hot Topic sent me the cape. Oh wow! I had that one waiting for a while. And then um, I had the gold shirt because I didn't have her pink dress. And then that skirt that I'm wearing. Can you like insert a photo somehow? Yeah, I'll put insert a photo Insert right. a photo here. See, this is why like, because I do have this podcast on audio now. Oh. That's right. Spot Anywhere you get a podcast, you can find band. For those who can't see the photo, go over to my Instagram, Michelle Hustline, and you'll see my, win- my winter bell outfit. <laughs> insert photo here. Um the skirt I thri- I got was thrifted. I thrifted ah. that when I first got down here. So a lot of stuff you can get thrifting, which is wow. Recycle the clothes. Wow. Absolutely. I do want to, before you keep going, interject here. Like I do think it's crazy that like to us this is such a normal like life. Like this yeah. is no big deal. Yeah. And I feel like we lose like kind of like how crazy it is that we just go to Disney World. Well. <clears throat> I had that thought on the people mover tonight. I literally was on the people mover and I said, I live here. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, it's crazy. And then I left. And then I left. I literally did two things, worked from the park for a little bit, and I left. And now I'm here. It's nuts. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's very thank blessed. Thank yeah. yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, anytime I go back home, it kind of sets back in again. Well, it used to at least. Like, when people were like, you just go to Disney every day. Yeah, that's um, what I get. You go yeah. to Disney every day, and like in reality, like there are a lot of things I have not done at Disney. Really? Yes, like restaurants. Um, I saw the bird show at Animal Kingdom for like the first time, like a few weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I'm terrified of birds. Oh, so is my mom. Oh, mm. does she see it with you? No. no. I didn't think so. Yeah, no. But like. You don't go to Disney every day. I feel like I, I I always try to do something new or like something I haven't done in a while when I go to the parks. I don't want to do the same things over and over. Wow, that's crazy that you still haven't done everything yet, though. Yeah. There's a lot to do. That's the thing. Like there Everyone's like, lot. oh, yeah, like I can come down for a four-day trip. <laughs> Good luck. You're like, when become... I went to Disneyland, I stepped foot in Disneyland and I, I, I got lost. <laughs> what? It's, it's so small, but like I got lost. I was like, where is everything? Because I'm so used to Magic Kingdom. You got lost yeah. in Disneyland? Yeah. Just don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry. Oh, there we but go. But like, it's just, it's, as a, Dis- a Disney person, like, I don't fly to Disneyland every weekend. I wish I could. But hmm. like, I haven't gone to any parks overseas. I have not seen every Disney movie, despite popular belief. Neither wow. have you, but like. Sure haven't. Yep. So you've got a lot to still do. I have a lot to do. Wow. Yeah. So is it only like thrifting and brand sending it to you or is it i didn't i haven't done a lot of the brand stuff lately it's just because i've got so busy yeah. that i don't want someone to send me like something and then i can't deliver what i was promised uh, i don't wow. want i don't want to take someone's like product um very mature of you mm-hmm. very mature 
If I have the time, I mean, like, there's one girl who always, um, she's really good. She sends me the most beautiful ears ever. Um, and I always take photos for her. Um, I'm not very good at posting. (laughs) (laughs) She knows that, and I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, she's really good. I mean, I always tell her, like, my time constraints and stuff, but I don't want to, like, have people be like, I can send you all this. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. it's, It's way too stressful. I used to, I used to have that much that I'd be doing three outfit changes in a park. Like, I'd have two backpacks. My mom would come with me. And, like, it was a lot. It was not okay. I wasn't what? enjoying my time. Yeah. You would go to the park and change three times? Yeah, because I had so much to do that I couldn't... I live 30, 40 minutes away from the park. Yeah. So I can't be driving, wasting gas and tolls every single day. So it was most efficient for me to bring a bag, go change, take a photo, and then wear it for an hour, and then go change again. Wow. Yeah. So I stopped doing a lot of stuff with brands. Um, but I love thrifting. <laughs> my mom doesn't like me thrifting because I spend too much money doing nah. it. Um, but yeah, if I ever like need a piece or something, like I'll pop in a thrift store and like see if I can find it. But do you have any tips for the girly pops on how to thrift? Because listen, I'm positive if these girls win, these people look at your Instagram, they're gonna go, "This girl's got some style." I like my closet is so weird closets what I have closets a, I have a tiny closet so my clo- my closet in my room i sound so spoiled right now oh my gosh are you about to say you have three closets so well my closet in my room it's very small the bottom row is like sweatshirts and like universal t-shirts and disney t-shirts okay but a lot of those shirts are from brands that sent me stuff and I don't want to get rid of it because like it meant something to me. Right. So I just have stuff sitting around that I don't wear a lot, but like I'll wear to bed or I'll wear around the house when I'm working. And then like the top rack is like dresses and um, any normal, normal clothes that I have. Okay. And then the other closet in the guest room is like pants, skirts, and like all like my mom and I is like winter wear. So coats, all the long sleeves, this is going to go in there probably. Mm-hmm. And then I have a tiny section in my mom's closet of like my gowns that just don't fit in other closets because she has a little bit of a bigger closet. So she she's so graciously, thanks mom, Aww. so graciously gave me a spot just to hang up um, some of my like nicer gowns that I'll wear to dinner and stuff. Wow. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's I've never heard anyone say my closets. It, it sounds very bad. Yeah, now that you say it out but loud, it is, it's not even a walk-in. It's one of those small that. I don't think you're gonna dig yourself out of this yeah, one. Probably not. Wow, yeah. that's. <laughs> Listen, we can't all be multi-closet heirs. Yeah. Speaking of closets, we got something we need to talk about. Secret that you have. We need to bring your skeletons out of the closet. I don't know how else to say this really, but uh, you're kind of like a run Disney queen. Well, I wouldn't say run. Uh. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. In case you don't know what Run Disney is, Michelle, do you want to explain it to them? Run Disney, if you don't know, <laughs> is a um, it's several times a year. So January, they have the marathon weekend. That's one of the biggest running events in the country, I think. Um, the country? Country. Yeah. Wow. I think that like Boston Marathon, New York City Marathon, and then I think Run Disney uh, Marathon Weekend, I think was in the top three or top five. I saw a post about it this morning. It was crazy. Wow. Um, February, they have like the princess runs and all the themes change every single race. Um, 
springtime in April is the springtime surprise. So those themes are like completely random. And then you get to November and it's the wine and dine races. Um, all weekends have three races. Yes. Three, I'm still learning. I'm still a little bit newer, newer to this. Three races. Marathon weekend has four races. Um, I will never run a marathon, probably. I would love to. <laughs> I would absolutely love to cross the finish line and say, I did that. But I'd probably, like, roll over and die. Oh. Um, so... At least you could cross the finish line. I, you have to drag my body, but I'd get that medal <laughs> at least. Um, I hate running. I really hate running. Wow. I recently got into running. I used to run in high school, middle school, and I used to be able to run a five-minute mile. What? Yeah. Dude. You were an athlete. Yeah. You're an athlete. They, they were like, if you can do it in this time, you don't have to run it again. So I went. <laughs> you were and motivated. I ran. I ran. <laughs> so I don't want to do this again. I ran. I think I was like upper like five something, like almost near six, but in that five range. That's, Michelle, that's, that's like, that's like, elite like, level running. That's like when I had endurance. I did it twice in my life. That's insane. And I've never been able to do it again. Wow. Um. So I'm trying to get back into running because hmm. I am not fit to run really i don't have good endurance hmm. um and i never thought i'd be doing one of these events in my life until my boyfriend came along <laughs> uh fun fact about my boyfriend sorry tyler for oh, disclosing this. no it's okay <laughs> my boyfriend is epileptic so he has seizures um he has the worst type of seizures um and he has been doing these events for i want to say four maybe five years now so he has a lot of medals so i was like wow i would love to be able to like run with you i, I want to do this with you ah, so i got into it because of him and then sweet. my mom got into it because of him and then my friends started doing them Aww. so like i like to i want to be able to actually run for him one day and like him i want him to be able to like advocate for epilepsy that you you can do things oh like that's this. really cool yeah we're working on it wow um but he's crazy so the marathon weekend is probably one of the most intense things because they have something called the Dopey Challenge. Okay, the what's Dopey that? The Dopey Challenge consists of, I think it's six medals. You run a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a marathon four days in a row. What? Four days in a row. <clears throat> and you have to be, like, we're up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, some people don't sleep during these events. You're up at 2 a.m., you're at Epcot in the Epcot parking lot at like 3 a.m. And then you're waiting. You don't take off till like 5 o'clock. So it's a lot of early morning waiting around, going to bed at like 3 p.m. I thought these <laughs> Disney marathons were like easy, fun. No. Good times. It's very fun. And I, I, I think everyone should do it once in their life. Because like the first time I did it, I almost like fell over. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he... <laughs> How encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> he has been doing dopey for a few years now and he doesn't train he just gets what? up and goes so he runs every single race he doesn't train he doesn't train he runs every single race he runs the marathon no training he's starting to train now to like finally like um get a better time than he can but like he finishes in like a decent time like he just raw dogs these races raw dog wow <laughs> that is impressive <laughs> he just yeah and this past weekend for marathon weekend i only ran the 5k um my friend valerie and him she did her first dopey um she trained 
Hmm. And just to like see her improvement, it was crazy. Like these these events bring out like the best in you. No. So they ran together and it was great. And he had a seizure the morning of the marathon no. in the corral. If you do run Disney, um, he was in the corral. If you don't do run Disney, the corral is where you wait. You're assigned a specific group based on your times. You wait there until they let you start running. They release you in waves. So he had a seizure in the corral that morning and she was there and she's like uh calling me and i'm already at magic kingdom to watch them run and i'm oh, like oh man. my god don't let him run he got up after having a grand mal seizure he took his medication took a nap for 30 minutes got up ran a marathon got his dopey medal what he got all of his medals you're kidding which is insane so you can do anything i'm so proud of him wow. it's insane yeah so run disney is like a really really special event you see a lot of um, like handicap athletes with their brothers, sisters, families pushing in wheelchairs, service dogs. Aww. You will see everything out on the course. It's really inspiring. Um, so that's why I like it. And I'm going to start training, I swear. I've been saying that for months. I ran a half marathon yeah, with I see. no training. You ran a half marathon with no training? Yeah, and I actually, like, I didn't walk the whole thing. I jogged and I walked, and, like, by the time I got to mile 10, I was like, I'm done. Yeah, what? Why? So I, I ran across that finish line. I was like, I, I, I did that. I did that. That is unbelievable to me. Crazy, yeah. Wow, so, that's really cool. Lots of money will be spent on Run Disney events now. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It's very expensive. I would love to do one one day. One day. One day. We'll get you there one day. I think it'd be fun. I recently got into running because watching a Casey Neistat video and he was talking about like why he does it mm-hmm. and he basically likened it to going to the gym. He's like, people go to the gym to turn their brains off for two hours. Mm-hmm. It's a place they get to concentrate on one thing. They know they're getting better. That's it. And I was like, oh, wait. I was like, I can have another spot like the gym? I was like, I would love to do that. So I went for a run the next day for like 10 minutes. It was nice. I just put my music on ran didn't think about anything i was like wow this is actually super therapeutic and like it's fun along the course because they have characters and there's music and like i i think i've like teared up every single race i've done because like normal day guests wake up to cheer people on in the course really yes like that's it's really really special people make signs they hand out bracelets like people someone had a free hugs sign and i ran over him a hug and they're like i'm proud of you i'm like i'm doing it <laughs> but i'm doing it it's a really special thing it's a lot of money but it's i i it, i think everyone should do one at least it's a lot of money once in their life it is a lot of money um do you care to say how much i every race is different but i think like dopey costs around six hundred dollars oh yeah for what what are you paying is, for you're paying for the races you're paying for um like the shirts they give you um i don't want to say like a lot is included in the price because it's really you don't really get a lot i mean you get the medal um but like they do a really good job of taking care of athletes and like oh okay like it's an experience you're paying for you're paying for that you're paying for your medals yeah completely honest with you but they have characters set up everywhere um before you run after you run they have beer tents they have beer food truck People will be drinking beers at 3 a.m. At Disney? At Disney. What? If you want to see alcohol being consumed at the earliest of hours, go to a run Disney event. I guarantee you, you will see a thousand people chugging a beer before they run. 
That's insane. After people, the marathon, people cross the finish line with beers and snacks because for that one, you're allowed to go on rides in the parks. What? You can go on rides. You can go on a marathon and just yes. ride a Disney There's ride? one girl I follow on TikTok. She was able to do Tower of Terror twice, I think. And then, like, they grabbed the drink. Some guy who was in the first group of running, he did 17 rides. What? 17 rides. You have you have around seven hours to finish the marathon. If, you, if you're unable to complete a course, they have um, what they call the balloon ladies. Okay. The balloon ladies <laughs> are lovely women who literally wear a Disney balloon, and they're at the, they are the last people to be released. Um, during the race and they have to keep a 16 17 minute mile i believe and if you fall behind them then you're swept from the course so they have like vans and buses alongside um and if you fall behind you get swept and taken to the finish line and like thankfully that hasn't happened to me um and like even if you get swept like it's really not that big of a deal because like you still put yourself out there and you did that yeah it's not like, like an a easy lot thing, of like... a lot of people get swept but i think they do it very like inconspicuously so it's not because it could be embarrassing yeah i was worried about that for the half marathon um but like you still put yourself out there yeah i mean yeah. just the the commitment to sign up and be there mm-hmm. and get your buy there like that is that's very impressive that's yeah. insane so you're almost also paying for like a park ticket if you get to do rides yeah so if you want to do rides, I guess do the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it depends on how fast you run and stuff. Right. So like, obviously, if you get to Animal Kingdom, like, sure, hop on Everest and Dinosaur while you can. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I'm not going to lie. You just did a phenomenal free advertisement for Disney. Um, unfortunately, we're going to talk about their downward spiral as a company. I don't want to do this. I'm telling you all this right now. I love Disney. Let me preface this. We've both had issues with Disney. Correct. We have. But we both... But we both still love Disney. Huge Disney lovers. Yeah. So, when I'm talking about all this stuff, don't think that I'm like hating. This is all coming from an objective point of view. If you want your company to do better, you need honest feedback. Yeah. I'm looking at the numbers. That's all it is. It's honest feedback. I'm looking at the numbers and I'm just saying what I see and report on articles. I'm basically... A journalist. Yeah. I'm doing some journalism. There you go. Um, plus, 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 I have one stock of Disney, meaning I have stake in the game. I so have I want to see stock. this. I don't know what stock. I don't do stock. <laughs> I don't do the numbers. I don't do. No, no, no. That ain't me. Nah, nah. So what that means is I have money in this. I want to see this company do well. So the first thing we're going to talk about is, I don't know if you saw this or not, we're going to go through three articles that I've seen. The first article, did you know, let me actually, let me say this to the cameras because this could be a good TikTok. Did you know that last year Disney lost $1 billion in the movie industry? Wah, wah. <laughs> Not the womp, womp. Um... Yeah, so it's a pretty clear indication the numbers aren't doing well. No, Something's going on. Something in the Disney company, in the studio industry, studio side of things, needs to be handled, needs to be addressed. And to add to this, there was another article where, I don't think there's an article, it was like an interview with Bob Iger where he spoke out saying that moving on 
Disney was going to be focused on the entertainment rather than the messaging first. Um, I like being able to do that. Entertain, and if you can infuse it with positive messages, have a good impact on the world, fantastic. But that should not be the objective. When I came back, what I have really tried to do is to return to our roots, which is remember we have to entertain first. It's not about messages. If you can do again, if your story can have a positive impact, so there's that. Topic number two. Um, we talked about this beforehand. You didn't know about this. There's this guy. I think his first name's Nelson. His last name's Peltz. Let's just call him Peltz. Peltz is like the largest individual single shareholder of Disney stock. He's got a lot of money in it. And he basically is trying to get a seat on the Disney board. But they're denying him because they're saying that he doesn't have enough media experience. Blah, blah, blah. But the point is he's trying to get himself and I think it's like a former Disney CFO on the board as well because there's like two spots coming up in this like next shareholders meeting where they can where there's like two spots available to be voted into but they have to get voted in by other shareholders so they're doing this whole like um like presentation breaking stuff down of like hey this is what we want to do with the company this is where we see the cracks this is what we think needs to be fixed Hey, put us in. I don't know. That's the second topic. Third topic, um, which is kind of like a more fun-ish topic. I don't know if you saw this. Elon Musk. Do you know who that is? Yes. Okay. Just checking. Yes. <laughs> um, he, they were at this press conference called like the Summit. It's like a press conference where like a bunch of CEOs go. And in the press conference, Bob Iger was asked about why they pulled like advertising off of Twitter, formerly known as X, or no. Now known as X, yeah. Now known as X. Um, and he basically was just like... No, Elon is larger than life in, in many respects, and that his name is very much tied to the companies he either has founded or he owns, whether it's Tesla of, you know, or, or SpaceX, mm-hmm. SpaceX, SpaceX. Yeah, SpaceX, or now X. Mm-hmm. And by him taking the position that he took, in quite a public manner, um, we just felt that the association with that position and and Elon Musk and X was not necessarily a positive one for us, and we decided we would pull our advertising. And then Elon came out like right after him. He was literally, like, I mean, he was in the building and basically called out Iger, and he was like... There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope... Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> is that clear? <laughs> I, I hope it is. Hey, Bob. This I know of. So, a video that I saw by Mickey Views um, was like, wouldn't it be crazy if Elon knew about the Pouts takeover? Because, I mean, money talks. Imagine if Elon started backing this guy who's trying to like get a seat on the board. Come to find out, Elon does know about it. Mm. So, things could get interesting. So, what do you think? <laughs> That's a shrug. I don't want more. <laughs> I, that, 
I don't know. Okay, I'll give you my I, thoughts. I don't know. You you go first. I'll give you, I'll give you some thoughts. So I just think, as far as the movies go, a big portion of it is like more of one Star Wars. Yeah. That just hasn't been doing well, and a lot of people's problems that I've seen, not saying my particular problem, is that like they feel too focused on the messaging. Like they're it feels like they're trying to push like a narrative or an agenda, mm-hmm. which. I mean, some of those movies I can see. Some of those movies, I just think it's you're just reading too much into it. But for the most part, it's to me it's weird because like it's the first rule of marketing: people hate being sold to. Yep. So as soon as they know, as soon as they feel like they're being sold to, they're out. Yep. So it makes a lot more sense if you want to like get a message across, just make an entertaining piece of content, a piece of art. And let the messaging. Here's be my part example, of it. Disney 100. Okay. I expected a lot. I got nothing. Are you talking about the anniversary? Yes. Okay. The movie Wish. Have you seen it? I've not. Neither have I. Do you have the desire to see it? I do not. Neither do I. <laughs> Wish was pushed way too much. Mm. Merchandise was in the parks before the movie came out. Uh. Asha was in the parks before the movie came out, and I'm sure she's a lovely woman, but I have to meet her. But I don't want to, like, I sure, I'll probably get around to watching Wish, but it's not on my to-do list, because I, it, it doesn't speak to me. Hmm. Like, I, from what I've seen, I've seen the same commercial a thousand times over and over and over and over again. How many times am I going to hear that TikTok song where she's like, I'll look up at the stars, baby. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it anymore. Um, yeah. So I think like the advertising for that, like they heavily push that. Like, I get it. That's your hundredth anniversary. Yeah. If that's your hundredth anniversary movie. You're going to pull out all this, like you're going to pull everything out to push it. And I'm sure it's a good movie. I, I know a lot of my friends love it. A lot of my friends hate it. I, I just, it depends who you are. Yeah. And then they put out the, Oh, once upon a studio short. What was your opinion on that? What do you think? I sobbed like a bitch. I love that thing. I cried. I, to my recollection, I did not see a lot of advertising for it. I, I just randomly saw it on Disney I, Plus one I day. think I saw some posts that were like, oh, like, like it showed a little bit, of, a, a little clip of like Mickey um, talking to a few characters or it had like the clip where it was like Moana with Flounder. Like there were definitely some ads for it, Hmm. but it wasn't heavily influenced. That was one of the best things Disney has ever done in a long time. Wow. You took every character. The Headless Horseman was in there. (laughs) I love the Headless Horseman. You don't see that crap. (laughs) You took every character and you put it in there and you made it make sense and they're interacting with each other and then you reprised every original voice that you could to their original role you had robin williams as the genie they used recycled material and like some people i know they didn't really like have emotion towards it which is fine me i got to the part where um it's Mickey talking to Walt and I lost oh, it. That part I is... lost it because mm. I was told if you listen in the background Walt's favorite song was Feed the Birds or Mary Poppins. In the background is on the piano it's Feed the Birds <gasps> and apparently they filmed that 
on the piano that's like in Walt's office still or somewhere. It was what? like filmed in his original. I could be wrong, but something original was filmed on like the original piano or <clears throat> the original like office for Walt where they had, I think, one of the Sherman brothers come in. Oh, They're wow. They're still alive, right? Yeah. I feel like I'm telling the story correct. <laughs> I think I'm telling it right. I'm pretty sure I it was one of the Sherman brothers come in and play Feed the Birds on the piano and they recorded it. And then they put it in there. Like, that how is special is that? Wow. That's so special. And then you had them all take the photo at the end and they were like, let's do it again. Yeah. It's it cute. was cute. It was so cute. And like, it's a personal connection. Like, you see your favorite character on screen, you're going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's a great point. Like, that, that to me, I'm like, is objectively good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whether you got emotion from it or not, you can look at it and you can watch it and go, that's really yep. good quality. Like, they put it. When we were waiting for Run Disney in the corrals, okay, thousands of people, they started to play the beginning of it on the jumbotron, and you heard the whole. Wait, really? You heard the whole crowd go, "Oh my God, please don't play this right now. We're gonna cry. Oh my God, they're gonna play it." And like uh, it was just the ad for it. They didn't play the whole thing because oh I think if they played the whole thing, you would have had like thousands of people running on the course, like, "Oh my God." <laughs> but yeah, like that's impactful. It was good. Yeah, so it's like in this like time of like. Where it does seem like Disney's going down, like they, they still are making some yeah. good pieces, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, this is the it's, Disney it's I know. There, the potential is there. Yeah, so it's it's interesting because like, you know, stuff like that. But then there's stuff like Strange World. Do you remember that? I don't even know what that is. It was a, like a, it was like Pixar's like biggest flop they ever had. I don't even know what that. It is. was a movie that came out last year. No one heard about it. No one saw it. It's crazy. It's just like, it's weird because. I mean, up until like, I would say like 2022, Disney was on a run. They were hot. They couldn't miss. And it was like, all of a sudden, it's like a switch. Everyone just was like. What was the last good thing? Encanto? Loved Encanto. Encanto was good. I hated Encanto. What? Hated. And now I'll be in my room. This is our home. We've got Ah. our generation. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. See, I was, I actually didn't watch Encanto for a while because. I hated how mainstream it got. I like it's too. That's what I didn't want to watch it because I'm seeing I'm seeing the Bruno song and I'm seeing yep. Mirabelle. I'm like, this is annoying. I was like, I don't want it to be so popular. Yep. I'm like, guys, relax. Yep. And then I was like, oh, screw it. I'll watch it. And I turned yep. it on and I'm like, mm. like Lin Manuel Miranda wrote songs for it or whatever. I don't like him. What? I don't like him. Oh. I, I don't like his voice. Oh. Sorry. Dang. Um, he was supposed to play Bruno, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, there was like a meme where he was supposed to play Bruno, and they were like, nah, when Lin-Manuel found out he wasn't playing Bruno, and then it was like him like locked in a desk, and he was singing to himself or something. <laughs> I, it was, you had to be there for it. Sounds like it. Sounds like a joke um, you had to be in on. Yeah, yeah I saw Encanto Ramley when I was in New York. They were like playing it in a park mm-hmm. at night, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, I'm walking home. It's in Hoboken. I'll go watch it. Halfway through, the wind picked up, the entire projector went down. They called the movie off. They're like, ah, sorry, guys. Like, wind's too bad. I went home. You finished it? I finished that movie. Yeah. It was a great movie. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It, it seems weird because, like, if there is all this potential for good content, why isn't it coming out? It's not my favorite movie, but, like, that's a good example of, like, you want to have di- diversity in movies. 
Like, when's the last time we saw, like, a character that, like, a female character that was, like, muscular and, like, big? Hmm. And then you have, like, the typical, like, Isabella who's nice and pretty and she gets the good gift. And then you have Mirabelle who has no gift. And, like, that's going to reach out to, like, the awkward kids in life. Like, yeah. oh, my sisters are better than me. And, like, all along she was gift or whatever uh, it was. But I mean, but you're right. Like, there's a way to do it very yeah. tastefully to where it doesn't come across like you're pushing mm-hmm. it. It's just, like, this is what the movie's about. So, it's one of those things where it's, like, it just makes me think, like, okay, like, what? What's what's going on back there in the studio? Because, like, when they just announced um, Frozen 3, Toy Story 5, and something else. Frozen 4 got announced? We don't even have Frozen 3. They announced Frozen 4? Yeah. It just, it, it worries me because I'm, like, to be honest... I thought once they made Frozen 2, like, us, they were going to make Frozen 3. But Toy Story 5, I'm like, I know you're doing that because you need money. You know what I mean? Like, it's a money grab. I know that. And that's going to be, like, I know a lot of people did not like Toy Story 4. I loved it. I love Toy Story. I was not the biggest fan of Toy Story 4. I don't think it's like Woody to just leave his family for some girl who disappeared. And, like, I get he wanted to be with her and whatever, but, like... Yeah, I, man. Let, let everybody have a happy I ending. I don't know. Um, but I, I made a TikTok about this. <gasps> Uh-oh. About Toy Story 5. And here's my pitch for Toy Story 5, Disney. If you're listening, you can use this. It's oh, fine. Snap. Seriously. I want a prequel. Oh. I want a prequel to Toy Story 1. What's it about? It's about how Andy acquired... SAT word right there, acquired. <laughs> it's about how Andy got all of his toys... So how how did he get Woody? How did he get like obviously we know oh, Woody and Jesse. So how did he get Jesse? How did he get Woody? We know how, but um, I want more of that story. How did he get Rex? How did he get Ham? What were the toys like the first time they interact interacted with each other? Were they like Buzz, who was Astro Looney, thinking oh. he was still in a spaceship? Did Woody think he was like Clint Eastwood of the Wild West or something? Wow. And then the movie would pick like the movie would go along whatever. And the movie would end on Andy's birthday party where he gets Buzz Lightyear. And then it picks up right at Toy Story 1. Wow, that's, I'm not going to lie, that's a phenomenal idea. Ah!